Hello and welcome to our weekly podcast from Faith Point Church, Auckland, New Zealand. We hope you will encounter God afresh in this week's teaching segment. If you enjoy this podcast and would like to hear more, then you can visit us at www.faithpoint.org.nz. And now for today's message. Just to share my testimony, yeah, um... When I was growing up, I came from a, um, I didn't come from a Christian family background. So when I was growing up, um, my parents did not have a very loving relationship and they quarreled a lot. And my dad was very hot tempered. He would often get drunk and he would verbally abuse my mom. And I don't remember getting any affection from him. I don't remember him saying, I love you. Oh, you're very beautiful, Iwan. And I don't remember playing with him. Yeah, or having fun with him. So growing up, my dad was a very fierce and unapproachable person to me, and I was very afraid of him. Yeah, and the only good times I remember was my dad bring, out, bring, bring us out for expensive meals, but I was often filled with a lot of tension because my parents would end up arguing. Yeah, so growing up, I didn't respect my dad a lot, and in fact, I hated him. Because, because he, he didn't allow me to keep my two dogs. And because and, growing up, they argued a lot and I would cry. And I didn't know what to do, but I would just take my dog and my dog would lick my tears. And I just felt like my dog could understand me. And, and when we were moving to the new place, he didn't allow us to keep the dogs. And there was no explanation. And so because of that, I was like, Dad, you don't understand me. You don't love me. Yeah, taking away the two most precious things that I love. Yeah, so I hated my dad for over 20 years. And then although my mom tried to love me to the best that she could, but by the time I was about 12 years old, she was so caught up in her own pain that she too was not able to give me comfort. And as a result, um, I was a 12-year-old. I wanted comfort and attention and affection. So I just went around trying to get affection wherever I could get. And because of what happened, my dad had an affair when I was about eight years old. And because of that, my mom also began to just didn't believe in marriages. And she would often tell me that I cannot trust men. So when I was 13 to 18 years old, I was attracted to girls. I was in all-girls school. And at that time, we had lesbians and butchers, and it seemed very normal. And when I was 19 years old, I got together with a girl and were physically intimate. But after about nine months, I broke up because I was not ready to face family and social pressures. But I think if, if being a lesbian was considered more acceptable at that time, I would probably still be one today because I just didn't think that it was wrong to be attracted to the same sex. I was just looking for affection and love. And subsequently, I had two boyfriends of whom I had sexual relationships with. Although I knew premarital sex, is this okay? Yes. This is okay? Okay. 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 Although I knew that premarital sex was wrong, but... I just yearned for physical intimacy because I didn't get that from my parents. And I thought if I gave up my body to my boyfriend, I would feel more loved and more secure. But each time I had sex with my boyfriend, I would, just, I would feel bad and I would feel like I was being used. Finally, my last boyfriend, Moses. <laughs> he was the first boyfriend who told me that he wanted to keep our relationship pure. And can you imagine? I, I... I was shocked at the idea. 
Because I thought, sorry, I'm sorry. I thought every man was a beast. That was really what I, I thought growing up. I thought men were like, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> they were like beasts. <laughs> sorry, I'm sorry, man, I'm sorry. <laughs> Although Moses and I did not have sex, he was just coming back to God. So we were both very broken. He had backslidden from God for about six years of his life. He was just coming back. But because of our brokenness, when we first got together, we were sexually, we were physically intimate. We didn't have sex, like we did everything. And it's something that we're not very proud of. And, and at, the beginning, but at the beginning of our relationship though, Moses did tell me that his faith is very important to him. And that if we didn't have the same faith, he didn't think that our relationship can work out. And although I wasn't a believer, it made a lot of sense to me. So I was open to going to church. And shortly after, I accepted Jesus. And praise God. Praise God. Um, yeah, because I had so much fear. And at that time, my sister was going through a terrible time at a marriage. Um, there was, I was working at a bank at that time. I was going through retrenchment. I just had so much fear. Fear of the future. Fear of, um, of lack. Fear of um, relationships. Moses was really sweet, but I couldn't trust him. I just couldn't trust men. Fear of relationships, fear of intimacy, it's just so much fear. I remember at the church service, my pastor was preaching about perfect love, casting out fear. And I was like, God, I just have enough of fear. I don't want to feel any more fear. I just started to cry and bawl. And when I cry, I have lots of mucus. Yeah, at one service, I was crying. Moses was trying to catch my mucus because a lady was trying to go, go past me. It's like, whoa, 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 mucus. Yeah, it's really. <laughs> Yeah, so, okay. Yeah, so I accepted Jesus Christ in 2009. It's been a long journey. Um, and prior to knowing Jesus, I was also addicted to masturbation since I was six years old. I was addicted for, for over 20 years. And when I accepted Jesus Christ in 2009, the, the desire to masturbate just went away supernaturally. Yeah, for the first three years. But I think God was really gracious because he wanted me to be able to focus on other things first. <laughs> to focus on growing and knowing him, knowing his word, knowing his character. I think he wanted to build that foundation in me first. So it was taken away from me for three years. But when I started working in church, the temptation came back and I gave in to it. And can you imagine I'm my pastor's secretary and I would go to church. I was so scared. I was so scared. I would give in to it, give in to the temptation and I would go to church. I was so afraid that my pastor would come to me. You want, I saw a vision of you. I, mean, I really felt that. I was so scared. And, and you know, then I was doing, I was, I was trying a lot of things to to make myself feel like a good Christian, but when I went home, when I was at night, I was alone, I was broken, I was given a temptation, and the cycle would go on and on and on and on. And it was just miserable, because at that time, no one talked about sexual addictions at church. It was a taboo, and even the word sex, we couldn't say it, because it's been so corrupted by the devil. But sex is good in the context of marriage, it's beautiful. God created sex, and it's beautiful within a, a, within a husband and a wife. It's good. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Sorry. So, oh, thank you. Thank you. I have, oh, I'm trying to be fast. Okay. And so finally, um, our pastor had invited these, this couple, the Inner Healing Ministers. And we had a one on, I had a one-on-one -on -one session with his wife. And I just couldn't take him anymore. And I was like, oh, Sheila, I'm masturbating. I'm a secretary. I'm masturbating. And she was like, she looked at me. And she smiled. I said, it's okay. And she had like dove's eyes. And I was like, 
it's okay. <laughs> I mean, sorry, I don't think she said it's okay, but she just looked at me with the most loving eyes, non-judging eyes. And I was like, wow. And I just started to cry and cry and cry. And, and during this prayer ministry, Holy Spirit revealed to me, because at a very young age, because of what my parents were going through, I was experiencing a lot of pain, emotional and physical pain. And as a result, the devil came and presented the idea of masturbation to me, that if I masturbate, it would give me comfort. It would take a pain to temp the pain temporarily. And as a young kid, you know, my parents were not believers. I, I, yeah, and so I just did it. And I was addicted for over 20 years. And the Holy Spirit also brought me back to my mother's room, that when she was pregnant with me, she found that my dad had an affair. And can you imagine being a fetus? A tiny baby, I experienced all her anger, all her pain, all her disappointment, and I took on the same vows as she did, that she would not trust men, and marriages will fail. So I took on all that vows in her womb. And during the ministry session, my inner healing minister, Sheila, asked if I wanted to break the vows. I said, of course, enough is enough. And we invited Jesus in. I was crying. We broke the vows. And in exchange, Jesus restored my ability to trust men and to enjoy intimate relationships. He also revealed to me that he is my true comfort and he will make me happy. He cleansed, healed, and sealed my womb with his blood. And he told me to continue to trust him. And in his timing, he will, he will teach me how to trust Moses and he will make our marriage beautiful. After, to be honest, after the prayer session, the temptation still came back, and, and it was so tempting to give, give in to it, but, but now that I know the temptation is from the devil, I could rebuke him and say, devil, you get away from me. Yeah. However, so I did not give in the temptation. However, a year later, Moses was away on a 10-day mission trip. <laughs> And the first day the temptation came, I was like worshiping God. I was like, yeah, God, yeah, God. And then I didn't give in. On the final day, the day before Moses came back, the temptation came again. I gave in to it and I felt so bad. I really felt like I was, I was cheating on him. The next day he came home. And first thing I said, baby, I have something to confess. And I was like, yeah. I said, I must have been. He looked at me like as if I had just eaten chocolates and went on unpacking. I was like, okay, no dove eyes. But he was like, no big deal, you know. And again, like, I just feel very accepted. I think you explained it. He didn't know. I think he was just so shocked and he didn't know what to say. <laughs> but he didn't feel, he just didn't judge me. He just, yeah, that was just his way of loving me. Yeah, and so, yeah, so today it is a miracle that, that I'm, that, um, that I'm married and <laughs> It is a miracle that I'm actually happily married to a man of God because there is a history of broken relationships and marriages in both my dad's side and my mom's side. My very own, my auntie has been divorced twice. My sister herself, she's been divorced before. On my dad's side, there are, I think, two or three divorces. And so I believe that my marriage to Moses has forever broken the curse of broken marriages and relationships in our family. And I'm believing that Lael, our son, and our, and our children's children, and generations to come, will grow up in whole and loving families.
As for my dad, um, from 2010 to 2014, God brought me on a journey of just reconciling, reconciling my relationship with him. It's not been an easy, easy journey because of what he did in the past. It's caused a lot of pain in the family. But I remember um, Jesus said this to me. He said that I'm not just bigger than any of your problems. Or any, I'm not just bigger than your pain. I'm with you in your pain. And I took your pain on the cross. I took your every hurt, every disappointment, and every rejection on the cross so you can feel love. You can feel accepted. You can feel wholeness. And you can enjoy your relationships with your dad I and mean, with your husband. And today, my dad is a believer. Yeah. Praise God, yeah. <laughs> He has changed so much. He's more patient and gentle towards my mom. He hugs me now too. He gives me hugs. A little awkward at times, but he's trying. <laughs> and as for my mom, she's seeing the transformation in my dad. And although she hasn't accepted Jesus Christ as her only savior, but she believes in God. And, and I can see that he's really beginning to heal her heart. Yeah, so thank you. That's it. <laughs> okay.